Kia ora, ko Johnny Blades Aho, no Mikey Tafari, welcome to the House. In the century and a half since Parliament has been housed in Wellington, there have been no obvious visual signs of Māori culture nor physical recognition of mana whenua, te atiawa taranaki whanui, for anyone entering the grounds or buildings to see, until now. This morning on Parliament's forecourt, a dawn ceremony was held to unveil te kahui Māori, the clan of vitality, on Parliament's forecourt. It has three main features. Pau, two tall carved posts that flank Parliament's front steps. Pare, a carved lintel around the main entrance into the beehive. And several Māori markers, illuminated on the forecourt. Kura Moyahu is Parliament's Tumu Whakarai, or Principal Advisor Māori. He led the project and admitted it's been a long time coming. I think the way the country's going, you know, there really are strong lessons to expression of our culture. Um, it definitely has been a long time. We do have rooms on the inside, but they're hidden right at the back end. It's something that when people visit Parliament grounds, they can see not only just Parliament, but the culture of, of Aotearoa. Mm. Yeah, because visitors until until now, visitors from abroad, just see the Pākehā manifestation of this, this place, really, don't they? Yeah, they, they do, and I think with, with, the, with these particular taonga, it just shows that there, there, is, a, there is a strong lean to express, uh, our cultural expression here in Wellington, and particularly um, our local narratives. Uh, when I look at the, those two big po out there, it relates to the guardians of our harbour being Ngāke and Whātaitai, and so you know, they were guardians of our harbour. They were actually part of the freshwater lake, and so the names are actually the pathways that they took to freedom. So, and plus, they actually complement one another. It reminds us about the importance of duality, male and female, um, spirituality and physical, physicality. Um, but also, you know, there's process and there's protest. And so, you know, we try to give a, a context of how we see the world, that it's a dual world when, we, when we're here in, in, in our in our narratives and stories, Ranginui, Sky Father, Papa Tuanuku, Earth Mother, male and female elements. And so it's about duality. And also it was sent a message that Te Atiawa support protest, you know. It's the behaviour that, that, that we're, we're not, we're not favourable on. And so it's about duality. Parliament has a process. People also have a right to protest as well. So those two are just a reminder that there's a balance. And as you would have seen this morning, there was a duality in our karakia. Our men done the karakia, and our women done the karakia via the poi. So it's always been a balance the way we do things down here. The funding for this project came from Budget 2021, which allocated funds to increase public recognition and acknowledgement of the impact that Māori culture and leadership has on the nation. And it's also been part of Te Atiawa's response to last year's large protests and occupation of Parliament grounds, which caused extensive damages on the precinct, both physical and social. This was echoed by local MP Grant Robertson. Particularly around the period where we had the occupation out here, I think some good conversations started about the recognition of Atiawa's place here. And uh, I think the Po and uh, this entrance way are uh, exactly how it should be. Yeah, was that a bit of a spark for this? There were a lot of conversations that happened around that time uh, just about the place for Te Atiawa. Obviously, for them, 
the occupation was a very disturbing event on, on their whenua and, and there were some conversations at that point about better recognising the relationship uh, between Parliament and, and Atiawa. and so yeah, it's a very moving day. Independent MP Elizabeth Kirikiri was also on hand at the ceremony. She pointed out that Te Atiawa has been here a lot longer than the parliament. Because even though these buildings are old, our culture, of course, is of this land and it's ancient. So to have these po here, the waharoa going into the uh, into the executive wing, it's it's really, really, it's powerful, but it's also ethereal. It's beautiful. Why do you think it took so long? Partly, it's an understanding that how of how important it is, that it's not just good enough to pay lip service to the fact that this is. Know of who the mana whenua is in this store here, that tangible, uh, practical things need to be in place. You know, we have statues of former prime ministers up here, but we don't have physical manifestations of the ancestors of this place and the stories of this place. I'm really, really proud. It is a good day to get up so early and hear karakia and karanga ringing out across the parliament forecourt. The project was a collaboration involving cultural designer Len Hetet and master carver Sam Hauwaho. So for the very first time, Parliament looks like it is actually located here in Aotearoa, New Zealand, rather than any old corner of a former colonial empire. I te whakaronga koe ki te whare. You've been listening to The House, a programme made possible with funding from Parliament's Office of the Clerk. Mate wa.